Welcome to Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling, a podcast for unexpected homeschoolers who never considered homeschooling, but find themselves doing just that. Each week, we'll talk about the challenges and joys of homeschooling with a few practical tips thrown in. I'm your host, Kim. Welcome to our Homeschooling 101 series, where I'm answering questions that I've received from readers, listeners like yourself, or just in general conversation at the grocery store. Let's get started. This is a question I got from a listener. My kids seem to love the fun parts of homeschooling, like field trips and meetups, but getting any work done is a nightmare. I'm exhausted and it's only the start of the year. Help. So I'm going to tell you, you can ask 10 moms this question and we'll get 10 different answers. So I'm going to give you lots of different options because there's lots of reasons this could be happening. I'm also going to um, try to throw in my own personal experience as much as possible and give examples. So the first thing I want to tell you guys is if you're dealing with this right now, I see you. I've been you. I will be you again. The struggle is real. It is impossible to do what we are doing without some resistance sometimes. It is a normal part of this process, just like it's a normal part of parenting. Let's look at what could be happening and some ways we can get out of this kind of negative cycle. The first suggestion is to try switching gears. For whatever reason, what you are doing isn't working. Maybe the work's too hard. Maybe the kids are bored. Maybe they would rather be doing anything else. Um, They've gotten out of the habit of learning, or they know if they push your buttons long enough, you will get frustrated enough that you need to just walk away and say, we're done for today. I'm guilty of that one. So my first suggestion is just try taking a break. And I have a whole podcast on taking breaks without losing momentum. So definitely check that out. Um, My guest talks a lot about how she uses breaks with her own children and in her tutoring situations to really help keep progress going, but stop that spiral that we're talking about. Take a break and come back and start a new subject. So moving on to a whole different topic, change location. If you're working at the kitchen table, move to the couch or have everyone take a bathroom break and move to the couch, anything like that. Um, Have everyone take a bathroom break or go get some water and then ask what topic they want to do next. Don't even mention that anything's happened or it's been drama, just What topic do you want to do next? And you can either choose to circle around what you were doing that was kind of starting the problem at the end or decide you want to have some time to reflect and see what you can do to change it overnight. Anything that breaks up the tension and lifts the mood without just saying we're done with schooling for today is ideal because I know I found with my own kids that they knew they could push my buttons And I would get to the point where I was so frustrated I couldn't teach them well. And so then once they found that out, they would like constantly be pushing on the buttons. Like, you know, they were a professional piano player and my buttons were the keys. So make sure that you're not constantly backing down if doing like a traditional school or however you approach it, whatever you're doing is important to complete to you. Obviously it is because you're asking this question. So that's one thing. Um, 
The next thing is really considering if this is just attention seeking. So if you have, you use the term kids, the reader did. So consider separating the kids if that's possible. Do school with one in the morning and one in the afternoon or do little one hour segments or even 20 minute segments, depending on how many kids you have and how you need to rotate through them. Make a to do list for them each day or at the beginning of each week and whatever they haven't done for that day is then considered homework they need to do after dinner. If you have a partner, a spouse, um, another adult that can help you in the evenings with this one to help kind of back you up, it can be a lifesaver. We've definitely done this at my house and they hate it. So they tended to start getting back in the track of doing what they were asked to do. The next one is creating consistency. If you're taking advantage of all the fun things, there can be a problem with consistency and kind of building momentum and you'll get pushed back. So it's like they figured that they didn't have to do school yesterday or two of the days last week. So why did they need to do it today? Consider that and try to limit your field trips to once a week, unless it's a truly rare special event. A more consistent routine, and I don't necessarily mean a strict schedule, will help. For instance, at my house, there's no screens until schoolwork is done. Sometimes that means everyone is on top of it and they get done quickly. And sometimes it means that my little one is in an imaginary game that she doesn't want to come out of and she wants to play that game until noon. And my bigger ones want to sleep and just chill out and like stare into space because if you haven't had teenagers yet, they just do that from time to time. And it's later before anyone gets anything, anything done schoolwork wise. But knowing that they can't have screens until the work is done means there's no argument about wanting to watch a show or play a game because they know that that's a non-negotiable. Give them something to look forward to doing. Maybe they need to earn those fun activities like field trips and meetups. Those things are extras and don't get done until they've done a week's worth of schoolwork or something like that. My kids earn towards toys and games by doing schoolwork and chores. And this helps to keep us all on track for the most part. A couple of times when they know you are serious, meaning you will need to listen to any fits they throw or however they respond when the hard knocks calm down, come down on them. Um, once you've done that a few times, it usually starts working itself out and they know that you really mean it and this is the way it's gonna be. Um, last but not least, have you made a good homeschool style match? If at the end of the day, your curriculum or just your general approach to learning, if at the end of the day, your curriculum or just your general approach to learning isn't working for your family, try something that will. That doesn't mean you have to go from a traditional approach to radical unschooling or anything like that. There's lots of options on the spectrum between those two. And that's one of the big things I see in Facebook groups all the time is, a mom who is more traditionally approach homeschooling will immediately get all this pushback to de-school and unschool her kids. I'm not saying those aren't valid, valid options, but typically there's going to be, even if they choose to unschool at some point, there's a progression there that people are skipping. So it might just be that the curriculum you're using isn't a good fit. You might want to look at something more literature focused or you might need to hire a tutor for a subject or use an online class for a subject there's lots and lots of approaches to homeschooling that's why it's great to homeschool now you want to find the best fit for your family and then um, 
you will probably see some ch changes happen if it's a curriculum or a homeschool style thing. And if you don't know what your homeschool style, what a good match for you is, and I always say think of mom or the person doing the homeschooling first, the adult first, because it doesn't matter what you pick if you're not going to be able to execute it. So if you don't know how to do that and what a good match for your own personal situation is, make sure to check out the links in the show notes because I have some things, some tools for you to be able to figure that out. If you are like our listener and you are having reluctant learners in your home, welcome. You are in good company. Just think of it just like when they didn't want to eat their peas or whatever you've been asking them to do. You will find you're going to get pushback. You will continue to get pushback and you just kind of have to be the problem solver and the solution finder and the student of your child and all of this. I would love to answer your questions that you have about homeschooling and how to make it work in your family. You can send me your questions by joining my email list. It's in the show notes below and you'll get access to my form that makes it really easy for me to get your questions. You can also send me private messages on Instagram or Facebook. Just remember you're the adult in the room and you can absolutely do this. Have a great homeschool day and let me know how I can help you. Thanks for joining us this week on Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at The Learning Hypothesis. For more information on homeschooling and how to customize your unique approach to education. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode. See you next week.